Yo, yo, what's going on? Train hard, live strong family. Hope everyone's having an amazing day today. Today, we have an amazing guest speaker on the show talking about how to be resilient and push for your passions. I know a lot of us have had traumatic things happen in our life. Whenever we are trying to strive for a goal, a dream, sometimes life just says, you know what? You can't have it, right? And sometimes it ends it. You get injured and you can no longer push for something that you wanted or something happened to your health or something happened to a family member and you can no longer push for your goals and your dreams. And that is heartbreaking. That not only breaks down the heart, but breaks down your mindset, the soul sometimes. You kind of feel as if you're not worth it and maybe you're here for no reason, you know, and and it gets hard, especially whenever that goes inside your mind over and over again in circles. And I know a lot of us have dealt with that. And this amazing guest speaker is going to explain to you all how her dreams were kind of shattered uh, because of an injury that could no longer that made it so she could no longer push for her dreams but she found her passion elsewhere and now is striving for that so ladies and gentlemen welcome to another amazing episode on the train hard live strong podcast i'm your host coach matt and let's dive in Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have a guest speaker here to share with you all how to be resilient and push for your passions. This girl is absolutely incredible, fitness coach, model, influencer, and has a lot to explain to you all. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked to be on here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So right now you're in uh, California, right? I am. I'm in SoCal. I wish I could say it's sunny, but it's raining right now. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. So, and you said right now it's snowing, like on the mountains. I still think that's nuts. I know. So once this whole quarantine thing I, uh, is like over with, whenever that'll be, I hope we can uh, get out there and go snowboarding because I'm itching for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's so cool. Um, so, you know, obviously I know, you know, a little bit about you, you know, when we talked on our, on our pre-interview call and stuff, but for everyone, all the listeners that don't know who you are, you can go ahead and mm-hmm. just give like a quick little background, backstory about who you are and, and why you do what you do now. Okay. Well, here we go. So, um, again, my name's Ashley. Um, I, my whole story kind of starts when, um, I was a little girl and my dad, uh, I grew up with my dad playing professional soccer. And so he was very successful with his career. His name's Paul Caligiuri. And he went from playing um, from UCLA to straight to the national team. Um, and he qualified the national team after 45 years um, into the World Cup. So he, that's how he got his name big. And things kind of exploded from there. So as a little girl, seeing all of that um, really impacted my life. And I was just amazed on this scene, how many lives it touched, like he touched and he was impacting. 
And so I fell in love with that. And then obviously I fell in love with the game itself, soccer. So um, my dad and I uh, shared a passion together and um, I wanted to follow in his footsteps. And so I was on the road to that. I, um, you know, obviously played at a very high um, level in club. Um, and then I made varsity soccer, uh, yeah, varsity soccer in high school at a young age or a, a freshman year. So I played all four years there and then, um, was look, actually it was crazy because UCLA, UCLA was actually scouting me. So I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to the same call. Like, you know, they're looking at me too, dad, like what the heck? That's the same college that your dad went to. You said, right? Right. Yeah. yeah so nuts. it was right so I'm like oh my gosh you know kind of manifestation kind of thing going Uh on but um yeah I mean I just like I just really picked like what he did and like really like wanted to do that and it just so happened that we shared that same passion and soccer was like my thing I just wanted to like play in the big leagues and like you know just represent your country and just like have like you know kids looking up to you and like just playing like the sport you love and like building like a stadium like with thousands of you know people like watching you and your team and you know I felt like um you know when I when I actually end up okay so kind of backtrack so I had UCLA looking at me mm-hmm. and then um I didn't have the grades <laughs> straight out of high school so <laughs> that was kind of a rough start school is just not my thing like I just wanted soccer I was like soccer 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 yeah obsessed. And, yeah I really was I was kind of like that that jock and on the kind of the girl version yeah. <laughs> so I was just like I don't want to go to school I don't want to go to class you know but looking back um definitely regretted that so kids if you're watching definitely listen <laughs> to your parents when it comes to school <laughs> um but anyways uh they were still scouting me we were still talking and I ended up just going to um the top JC for uh, women's soccer, which was Santiago Canyon College. And I knew then that, like, if it wasn't East LA, I was still going to get scouted um, with, like, on a higher level, like, where I wanted to do. Um, so we had a great two seasons, very successful, um, you know, got a lot of championships and uh, all that stuff. I really wish that school was a four-year. My coach, Ian Woodhead, and the whole the whole program was just so amazing and just like my mm. team that's why I was kind of backtrack like I feel like like that team was like my second family like right. those girls like even today too like I can hit them up and if we haven't spoken for a little bit it's like we left off right from where we were before you know Dude, nice. and, um, yeah it's crazy it's just there they are like my second they are my family yeah you know what yeah I mean? so yeah um yeah so we had successful two seasons and then um after that I, after my second season, I was still kind of like, I don't know where I want to go for school. Like, again, it was just like soccer, 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 you know? (laughs) And I'm like, screw this. Like, I'm just going to plan on like getting the best, like top shape that I possibly can and just go, go for it. Just go and try out the national team. So 2012 summer was like my game plan of basically all of that and just um, going to just try out and just put myself out there and see what I can get from it and um I went to Walnut High School so I actually kind of like backtrack a little again so Walnut High School is like the high school my dad went to too and uh, hey, so my you, like, dad you, like we're right behind him the whole way I felt like I was I guess you know I just yeah. kind of like crazy so um I it was funny because I made like Hall of Fame there and my dad actually got inducted to the Hall of Fame on Albany in New York so I was like, all right, this is just like, you know, like I felt exactly. like kind of talking to me. I'm like, I'm on there, right, you know, just like funny, just to kind of keep it fun, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, Alex Morgan, who plays on the national team too, she went to Diamond Bar High School and we were actually our rivals. So my freshman year, she was a senior and we played against her. So it was kind of cool to see her like totally and, you know, pursue her career and just kill it out there and doing what she's doing now. You know, I'm super proud of her. But That's awesome. I was like, all right, like, I want to be the girl from, you know, the rival school kind of yeah, like now yeah. playing with her, you know, so it's uh-huh. like, you know, one of those things. Um, so yeah, so kind of following back up to my second season in college, um, I got in a car accident in April. So that's when there was a whole 360 and things totally changed. My whole life changed. Um, and soccer just wasn't in the books for me after that because of my due to my injuries. So um, I ended up falling asleep and I hit a pole straight on going around 70 miles per hour. And the whole engine came into like my passenger side and like the tires and everything, everything was just like crammed up to me. So I shattered like my ankles mm-hmm. um, real bad where I had to get rushed to the emergency room real quick. And they had to, you know, put me up to number one on the waiting list for like surgery. And cause it was just, it was a whole, whole mess. But <laughs> to say the least, um, I was very grateful um, to obviously come out of it alive and, um, you know, kind of like to pause right there. I was already kind of getting into the gym because it'll kind of lead into like what I was trying to say now. So um, I was kind of like a little gym freak starting like my senior year of high school. And I was kind of going based on stuff like I wanted to get like in good shape and all this other stuff. And I just want to get stronger in the field. And, um, I just started falling in love with it too. So those are like the two things where I was utilized. I was like a crazy kid in high school. Like literally after like my senior year, everyone's like partying, doing their thing. Like, Oh, I'm going to go to prom. I'm like, I don't care about any of this stuff. Like so I'm life was, it was just soccer, soccer and lifting weights. That was it. Yeah. Like it's not crazy. Like I sound like a crazy person, but like, yeah, I was, just, I was I the same it. way. I yeah. Was, I was the same way. Were you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I loved I was just like, I was in my own little zone doing my own thing. And so I'd go to like the gym and then I'd go straight to soccer practice, you know, three times out of the week. And then I just, the gym just stuck with me as I was, you know, went to, to college and stuff. And then it was kind of like, I guess my little second outlet, especially when we're like off season and stuff and we're practicing as hard or, or whatever. So the gym was just kind of my thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then then fast forwarding into like when I got in the car accident, um, they based, I was in there for about four four days, about five nights or five days, four nights. Um, and basically I just said, you know, soccer is just not a thing for you. Like you just, it's, it's, it's basically over, you know, doctors always got to tell you the bad news, but I'm just like, screw you doc. Like watch me. Dude, <laughs> you know? it's, it's not with just one ankle it was both of them. Right. It was both of them. I, I, um, fractured my head pretty bad. Um, and then there was like some other like little injuries, but overall, I mean, like, I didn't get any like facial reconstruction or anything, you know, I'm alive, yeah. you yeah. know? Um, so there's a lot of things that I had to remind myself that I was grateful for. And a lot of that um, help came from my family of just always reminding me like, look, like things could be way worse, you know, and you have to be, you have to just remind yourself of like what you're grateful for. And I think just having that mindset starting off um, with it was what helped me. Uh, get through just accepting this whole like tornado that just world spend in my life you mm-hmm. know and at a 360 and it happened so fast I mean like within a blink of an eye bam my whole life changed like all yeah. of these plans that I had set for myself you know literally just went poof no more you know uh, yeah. <laughs> like goodbye <laughs> I know. and I'm just like now what what do I do 
you know? Yeah. And um, I had to, you know, just sit with myself for quite a while because um, I obviously couldn't do anything. You know, I was in a, you know, wheelchair, hospital bed. Uh, There's just a lot to kind of sit with and kind of digest and accept. And so, you know, obviously through that comes a lot of emotions and, you know, you kind of get depressed, you get this and whatever. But again, having that mindset of being what you're grateful for is what kept pushing me through and just seeing the love and the support that I had through so many people and especially my friends and family. I mean, they they saved me through a lot of it. Um, but then there were times when I didn't have anybody, you know, cause everyone had to go back to work and yeah. you know, things, the chaos kind of set down and I'm just like sitting there in bed. I'm like, man, like, this is rough, you know, but I know at the end of the day, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And after every storm, the sun comes up. And the one thing that stuck with me was I have a second chance to live and I have a purpose and I'm so hungry and anxious to figure out what that purpose is. And I'm going to fight until I find it. And it may not come now and it may not come tomorrow, but it may come in three years or more, but it's going to come to me. And I just, knew that and I had to literally tell myself that every day um, or else I'd get lost into the negative side of the thing and dwell on you know feel sorry and this and that and you know and um, I couldn't that's do powerful. that <laughs> that's powerful right I, I think I think that's um, something that a lot of us and then it's not like I have it all figured out I mean trust me like I get my little moments too these days but it's just like that like having that tool mm-hmm. or that rem- to just think of of like okay just I think gratitude really at the end of the day it's just it's just gratitude and also just knowing that you know I think we all have a purpose to fill here on life and um you know it, we're supposed to get lost we're supposed to have hardships we're supposed to have challenges because all of that's going to prepare us to where we're supposed to be um and who we're supposed to be you know at the end of the day so you know, embrace it all because at the end of the day, it's, it's just a, it's a journey, you know, life, life's rough, but if it was easy, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be so fun or right. Right. I'm like challenging or, you know, pushing you out of your comfort zones, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And just pushing yourself to see like who, you know, what you, what you're made of, you know what I mean? And we all have a gift, you know, and we have, um, there's a lot of us that, you know, really don't know our gifts yet, but Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, kind of, I guess, dwelling on it or feeling, you know, the negative side of things and kind of getting lost in that because it's so easy to challenge yourself to look at the positive side of things. And it doesn't have to be like big. The positive could be little, but there's always a positive in every negative and the way I look at it and like allow that to grow and manifest into your dreams or something you want to do or something you've been feeling inside or something that lights your lights you up inside, you know, and hold on to that and, and run with it, you know, because you don't know where that'll take you, but it'll take you somewhere, you know, Absolutely. and it'll definitely take you out of going down the wrong road. Cause I could have easily just sat there, felt sorry and like gave up and who knows what, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's like, look, I'm here alive. I'm healthy. You know, it kind of, it was kind of like a weird thing to me. I just felt like it all kind of happened for a reason. Cause you know, I'm a faithful woman. Like I believe in God. And I just felt like, that time of my life, God was just like, all right, like things are about to change, Ash, and everything that you've learned up till now are all the tools that you're going to need to to carry on to where I need you to be later on life and who to be. So it's kind of like looking at things like that, you know, right. um, even like the time that I was born was like the time that I crashed, like crazy stuff like that. Kind yeah. of chills thinking Being about Being reborn it. into a new moment, into a new life, like your I- life sometimes has to smack you and say, yo, like 
you have more purpose, you have more potential, and maybe this is not where mm-hmm. you should be going. You know, you should strive for this line of, of profession or this passion that you have that's inside. Right. Right, exactly. And that's exactly how I felt. Like, I was like, man, I've like, been kind of like reborn in some type of way because it's like I literally had to learn how to walk again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, like my ankles are taken from me. Literally everything in my life within that month, I lost everything. Everything in my life was just wiped clean except my life. I was still here. I had a living soul, you know, right. and my family, right. thank God, you know. And um, Okay, hold on, hold on. Work. I got to ask you. I got to ask you. So, okay. With, so that, okay, I'll explain through me first. Okay. I'll explain how okay. I would feel. So I'm very active. I've been extremely active my entire life sports since I was five years old, you know, growing mm-hmm. up, getting into and weightlifting, constantly doing weightlifting. I've been injured a few times. I've, you know, pulled certain muscles. I've torn tendons. I've, I've done my share of kind of injuries, uh, nothing to mm-hmm. really keep me away from the gym because people would say, you know, Hey, you need to rest, but I was never the one to rest. I would always do some sort Too of like, some corrective exercise or, or some sort of loophole to find where I can still target but not hurt my injury, right? Or hurt it more. Mm-hmm. But if one day life told me or like made me kind of sit down as in being injured or like kind of what happened to you, I would feel, I'd, I don't know how I would feel if somehow my ankles were to get, you know, be broken and I wouldn't be able to do what I do, my athletic performance or any of my home fitness, home training, you know, any, any, like mm-hmm. not even being able to walk, that would hurt me. Like personally, it would, it would hurt me. And I would, in my mind, I would be like, dude, like what, what else do I have aside from fitness? My whole life is fitness. 100%. Like, I don't know yeah. what, what I would do. So how did you feel in that moment? Like when you, when you maybe, realize like oh my god my ankles are both broken and the doctor telling you that you can't play soccer no more um like what type of emotions kind of flew inside of you i mean a world spin it was like just a waterfall of just like like i felt like i was in a dream to be honest with you and like i was like someone just please wake me up but I think, I think like right off the bat when I like, like, you know, got out of surgery, the doctor comes in, you know, the next day you're woke, whatever. I think you're just still in shock. Like you you can't like digest all of this. It really didn't hit me until like I got home and I was like, okay, this is not a dream. This is reality. And my life changed forever. I felt lost as I was freaking lost, dude. I mean, I had, I didn't, I didn't know what, I didn't know what my next game plan was. I I didn't know, you know, I was depressed. I was embarrassed. I was, there's a lot, you know, and there's a lot. And I say that because there's a lot of attention. That's a a good word. Yeah. And like, and uh, because there's certain, you know, choices and actions that you take, you know, through that and leading up to that. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's life and you can't control what happens, you know, like you can choose, you know, you have certain choices, but I mean, that was out of my control that happened to me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I fell asleep and all this stuff. Like, so, well, why did you drive? If you were tired. Like, well, I, I exactly like that was a choice that, you know, but I didn't know I was going to fall asleep either. We've all kind of been there driving. You kind of like wake up like, Oh shoot. You know what I mean? I've done that a lot. But Right. I mean, we're all kind of guilty for that. So it just happened where like literally my mind shut off where like I was still driving. I just don't remember some type of like certain parts of it leading up to where I I crashed. So I wasn't even asleep like for that time that I was driving, but I don't remember like a certain, like it's just weird. Your mind like kind of just shuts off to protect you. But my point of it is just like, um, 
I mean, if I'm being honest, I, yeah, it hit me hard, it hit me really hard, you know, especially just having like with my dad's name and like, you know, people, there's a rumor going around thinking that, you know, people thought I passed away and like, and like, you know, how with my dad's name, how big it is and stuff like that. There was a lot of attention, excuse me, on it. And like, mm-hmm. people, I guess I kind of thought like, I was like the next runner up seeing like, oh, like what's Paul Calgary's daughter going to do this? You no, know? so there's a lot of more pressure i should say i think that's the best word to describe it um to the point when it got there where i was like man like i felt like not only did i let myself down but like my dad and like all these other people you know in my head mm-hmm. you know it could have maybe not been that but in my head it's like i had i had high standards for myself so having all of that was just like shit like what the hell do i do now you know right. But then again, that goes back into that mindset of like, I'm still here. I'm alive, you know, I'm being grateful for like in the moment of where you're at. And then not, I mean, you can't, you can't control a lot of the things. So you just got to learn to accept it. And I had to learn patience. Man, did I have to learn patience. You know how tired I was rolling around in a damn wheelchair? I do. I can imagine. That is people that have to do that. I give them props because <laughs> popping wheelies on those things and stuff. I was eating shit. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie. I was like telling my mom, like I need to get fresh air. And like, you know, we had like steps coming out of our, <laughs> our oh like goodness. house. And I remember I rolled myself out and bam, I ate shit. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God. Like my ankles, like I was freaking out. But all I could do was just laugh because I was like, you just have to find humor in the situation you're in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just, and my family, my family is so good at that. And like that, I'm saying like, just, they just helped me through it. Like, you know, having a laugh and just like, well, you never know you'd be doing this or doing that. Or now you're eating shit out of wheelchair, you know, like just <laughs> kind of funny things like that just kept us going. But, you know, I just think having that strong, strong mindset of just knowing that uh, there's something big that's going to come out of this because something big just happened kind of a thing you know what i mean oh and rolling dude, with that. crazy i never even thought yeah. about that okay so right? real, so whenever so that happens right so when something like that happens in someone's life i feel like it is you got two options yo you got two options mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. accept the negativity sit down and just and just accept it and think like you know what my life's over or you can be positive and push for what you want live the life that you want to create for yourself so mm-hmm. like in that time period, right, of you recovering and like still thinking of all that stuff and what happened and still thinking of like maybe it feels like a dream, what, mm-hmm. what kind of helped you stay like positive whenever, like those are times where you kind of just want to quit. Like those times yeah. are hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, dude, trust me. I was like, I don't know what, I don't like you just felt, I just felt kind of like youth like useless like useless if that's the best word or yeah like what is up there next you know um but I think kind of like what you just said as far as like being in a negative and accepting I think it's actually being in a positive and accepting acceptance is Boom. the key thing yeah key thing like you have to accept where you're at and you got to be fucking honest with yourself of Absolutely. all and even like if you even made the choices leading up to all that however it all kind of planned out okay now backtrack and kind of reflect this is a time right now where like this is meant like to me, like, I'm going to go back with God. Like I felt like he said, all right, Ash, like you're going to take these like three months or whatever to recover. I mean, it was a longer process than that, but actually being a hospital bed and like bed rest, all this other stuff was about a little over a month. And I had to literally sit with that and say, what can I do to become better mentally, physically, 
and overall and what can I do after what am I going to do after to kind of just keep it moving get that momentum it's the getting the momentum up getting that wheel moving and um I just had to take it day one day at a time one day at a time remind myself constantly and you know looking back it's like I wonder if I, I'm curious of, like why I didn't like write you know what I mean or like write in yeah. a journal or like stuff like that but right to be honest with you that's like when Instagram just started coming out Mm-hmm. And I had um, an ex-boyfriend of mine. He actually broke up with me in that time period when I was like in my wheelchair and stuff. And so it's like everything negative just falling on you. Every, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, like it was crazy. Like, okay, like soccer's gone. Like Boom. my car's definitely gone. Yeah, you know, license. You know, can't walk my for the dog, next few months. Yeah, can't walk. My boyfriend dumped me. He just rolled my ass, you know, into my house. But peace out. You know what I mean? And that was kind of a toxic relationship off the bat. Um, So it's like a lot of cleanup, quote unquote, was kind of like going on in my life, you know? And to me, instead of having a perspective of the negative, I was having a perspective of like, like I just said right now, I have a fresh start. I have a fresh start to be who I want to be. And now I want to utilize this story to inspire people because again, that goes, that, that I think turns back into wanting to impact other people's lives of following your passion. And that's what I'm so big on is you are strong. When you have a strong passion about something, go for it. Like there's no one stopping you. And like Mm -hmm. the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? And we live in a society that's just so like people are complacent or people are scared to like take that leap of faith or jump or just hustle and do some Mm -hmm. work or whatever the case is, you know, it's just like, dude, if you're like, wanting to do something for yourself and better yourself and if that's like starting your own business or if that's just anything like freaking do it you know life's way too short and that's something that I definitely learned um at 19 years old um is life's too short life's way too damn short to literally not pursue anything that you love or makes you happy and um I think it was just weird. I just kind of had like a natural instinct of just wanting to like, I guess, share. Well, one is people thought I died. So I had to share that like, yo, I'm here and I love you guys. And thank you so much for your prayers and all that stuff. Two, I think naturally I was just kind of like sharing my progress or sharing, you know, maybe little quotes here and there and like Mm -hmm. um, just spreading the positivity. And I think that's what helped me is by giving that, sharing that or doing whatever helped me kind of like put it out there. And then all of a sudden I started seeing all this feedback and people were sharing me with their stories and saying, Oh my gosh, this helped me just seeing you do this. And then, you know, talk about this, this way and, and, you know, whatever, like, thank you. Like I needed like to think like I need to help kind of thinking that, or, you know, I lost some hope in some type of way or I don't, there's all different types of things. And I was like, Holy shit. Like this feels good. Like, because it's like one, like, they're helping me in return too, but it's like just me naturally kind of just showing them of what I've kind of learned, you know, learned is the key, like learned through what I was going through and what's been helping me get through what I'm, what are, where I'm currently at to then get feedback where it's helping other people too. It was like, wow. So that is what really, I feel like was the momentum of keeping that strong mindset and keeping me going day by day is like, you know, like, almost like not people are like relying on you. Yeah. It's not like that. It's more like you're giving some type of like positive feedback where it's like, I want to continue on this path and grow stronger from it and learn because it's like, maybe that's where this is all supposed to be about. Maybe it's like I have an influential side and I can throw back inspiration to people and motivation because I've gone through something like this and I've learned some, some things or two. And now I can 
you know, share to others. And, and if I helped one person's life, you know, that day, I did my job. And that's what is a rewarding feeling to me. And that's what I love is just helping people feel good with them, with themselves from the inside out. And I think when you feel right, and I feel like when you feel good within, your outer beauty shows even more. Yes, I 100% agree. Right. And it's just like, let, let your, let your light shine, you know, because I just want, it's like a domino effect. And the more you just do that, it's just a beautiful thing to see like how it all kind of is like a full circle, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And, um, one thing though, I will tell you is like a quote that's just so strong and dear to me is my girlfriend, Valerie. Um, she, she, she gave me a ring. It's actually my thumb right here. I wear it every day. So for eight years, I've never taken this ring off my thumb. But it says, if God brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. And I would look down. I mean, the quote is not even there on the screen anymore. It's totally worn off. It's on your heart, though. (laughs) It's on your heart. I ended up getting it tatted. So this is, yes, it is. And this is the quote right here. That's just on my half sleeve. So this is like my whole story that I got going on. That's still in the works. But uh, yeah, so that quote stuck with me every day. It's the minute that I started feeling kind of down or this, that, I'd like look at it and it's like a constant reminder. And I was like, you're right. Okay. And then it would like, it would like kind of just wash out that negativity that was just trying to creep in because your head's just like crazy. It'll mess with you yes. just straight into, all right, this is what we're going to do, Ash. Like this is the baby steps. And then, you know, keep growing and keep working off from that. And to kind of backtrack with my ex-boyfriend, he blew up in the fitness game with shreds and all that other stuff. And um, seeing him and Paige Hathaway and all these people grow and do this influential side that I was so in love with. I was like, damn, like I need to be like, that's where I'm supposed to be. But right now I'm like right here. You know what I mean? And it kind of was hard because one, I was like, how the hell am I supposed to get over this guy? Because I just see him over the internet, all over the place. I'm like, what in the world? So, but it was cool because it was like, that was like the mental toughness of like, I know my time will come because like I'm, I'm just, this is like me getting prepared. And like I said before, it may not come tomorrow. It may not come in a year, but it may come in, I don't know, three years longer that who knows, but it's patience, come. right? Patience, patience. Exactly. So there goes back to the patience thing I had mm-hmm. to learn. So it was just like one thing at a time, man. And like, I just started to see myself grow and grow and you, and I'm the, I mean, I'm very hard on myself and I've been told that a lot of the times. So I think a lot Sometimes of people you are, be. Where, and we're our worst critics. But at the same time, you also have to give yourself a pat on the back and learn to love yourself too, because it's got to be a balance. It's definitely got to be a balance. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I just kind of going back to everything, um, you know, I ended up when I was kind of coming out of like being, you know, kind of healed and I can walk, (laughs) you know? Yeah, now now it's time to climb that mountain. Right. Now I'm like, all right, it's it's game time. So kind of coming out of that, I... I knew I had to go back to like the one thing that I loved or the next thing I loved. I knew it was soccer. To be honest with you, I didn't touch a soccer ball for like, I think like last year or like a year and a half ago was like the first time. And it's very emotional to me. I mean, like even about a little over a year ago when I was moving and my dad was over and we're like looking through stuff, I came across this, my box. And let me tell you, dude, I, I'm telling you when you, when something like that happens in your life and you just see how much, like how much your love, it is like, like the biggest gift. Like, I'm like, wow, like it's such, it's so powerful, you know? And I just opened this thing up and like my dad, he's a, you know, he's coaching now and he was coaching like these little girls and like, I've 
honestly have never really met maybe like once or twice like been around the, the whole team and family like made a huge poster for me cards like all this stuff I have like flowers like lined up like everywhere like when I was in the hospital bed like the nurses are getting mad because I had so many visitors <laughs> that like nobody like they didn't want to like bring anybody in and I'm like over here like on morphine like being a crazy person like let them in like, you know like oh it was, it was a mess it was like a whole party all the time that's good that's like, positivity wow, like, yeah, so cool. right like that's what I'm saying so it's like grasping those moments don't let that go like realize that mm-hmm. you know what I mean and hold on to that because man the negativity stuff can just really just stomp you real quick and just you miss that you does that make sense like yeah it does what ne- i say like yeah because ne- negativity is like um it's uh it it's yeah, it is <laughs> yeah and, and you put it on yourself you know like you and then you, this is why i'm so huge on like surrounding yourself with amazing people and surrounding yourself with good mm-hmm. influential you know like good energy positivity people because whenever you're at your your low why would you ever want something or someone to put you even further down? To stomp you know? on you. Wow. Yeah. And exactly. sometimes and you know what, that's though? us. What? And you know what, though? Sometimes it's because you feel like you you almost like um, deserve that. With whatever you're going through in that time, you're almost sometimes convinced that you feel like you deserve that type of behavior, not even knowing that you feel that way. Does that make sense? I'm pretty like, sure tons of people can relate to that. I, yeah, I, can I hope it that. does. I hope like what I'm trying to say makes sense because it I've does. been in that situation before and I, and then it, and then like it, I started seeing a pattern and then when I got myself out of it, I was, and looked back, I was like, wow, like one, what the hell was I even, what, what was I thinking? You know? Mm-hmm. But then like, again, like I said, stop being so hard on yourself. You've got to literally figure out like, and kind of reflect, you know, take some time to reflect, take some time to be by yourself, do some self-improvement things, kind of open your mind and expand your mind into like, I guess another way of thinking and then that will help you maybe perceive, you know, your outlook on it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like it takes, it takes the pressure off of that negativity or something like that. But, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to like share the whole love thing. Cause I was like, that was, it was, it was huge. But, um, I was going somewhere with that. Where was I going? You're talking about the poster, the poster and the, and the, and the, uh, your, your dad's team, the little <laughs> girls had brought you put po- and looking into a box. Yes. Emotional. Oh, okay. Yes. Look into the box. Thank you. I was like, dang, where am I going with all this? Um, but okay. So the soccer, not touching the soccer ball. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. So when we were going to that box, I was like, I literally, and my dad didn't even know this, but I, I walked away and just started falling dude like I couldn't even I couldn't be there with him while we were going through that because it's just like oh remember this oh remember that and like this out and it just it touched me on a whole other level I'm like man I even think to this day like I'm still kind of like I I mean bottle up you know where I kind of need to learn how to you know work through that Mm -hmm. you know it's a whole I mean we're eight years we're about to be eight years you know this April with this whole incident that's kind of happened mm-hmm. in my life eight years that's a long time you know it takes time so there's been a lot of like healing and growth yeah it really does and like you know and sometimes like people can be like oh, okay just accept it move on but it's like dude like it's not it's not that easy you know what I mean but again being grateful for the fact that I can kick a ball do this do that but going to like soccer events or see my dad's team play and you're just like damn like put me on the field coach you know like throw me out there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah I mean so so I guess, yeah, so kind of going back to the story before I go on a huge rant, um, 
you know, I just went back to the one thing that I knew I loved next, which was the fitness, you know, which is fitness, yes. going to the gym. And so, man, it was yeah. crazy to see how much like weight I dropped. I mean, I lost so much muscle. I'm, I am usually like 130. I range, I range from like 135 to 140. Um, and then I was like 125, 130. I dropped to 115. Dude, I looked like a skeleton walking. I lost all my muscle. Think about it. Like I, was, I mean, I was already lean because of soccer and stuff like that. But I didn't have that much muscle because I'm, I was so active, like running and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I looked at some videos. I was like, holy crap, dude. Like that is crazy. It was almost that, that stuff hurts. That stuff hurts. Like it makes me. So whenever I joined the army, right? I joined the army. I was nineteen. I was. Uh, I was oh, like wow. a, almost two hundred pounds. Almost. Like I was. I was always a skinny kid. So I, like I tried to put on as much muscle as I possibly could just to build my confidence. Uh-huh. Right. So right. I go into the army. Right. And then we go through basic, airborne school, all this stuff. I lost like forty pounds. And when wow. I went to where I was stationed. I was like so depressed, so angry with myself, embarrassed, and uh, just I couldn't recognize myself. You know, like they take all your identity and really? you're just basically a number. And then I, I wasn't like, yeah. I wasn't happy with me at all. So fitness, like seriously, just it pulled me out of that negativity and like it, it rode me to here. Like I'm now that's why I'm here because because of fitness. That's crazy. I love that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, same here. You know, like. Um, fitness saved me in a way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, it kind of throws back, yeah, <laughs> and it kind of throws back into, um, you know, the more I worked on myself, the more I was just doing something I loved, you know, and I started creating that into something else. It just, like, again, one day at a time, just started multiplying, like, I got myself back into shape. Um, so that, that's kind of always been your passion, working on you. I guess so. I mean, improving I yourself. Think it, I think I think more so. My passion is helping other people, mm-hmm. um, and I think I'm just an athletic person. I've always had sports or something to keep me active and healthy in the fit life. So, so you find it through fitness, um, exactly. And nice. so I'm able to share my passion through fitness, and that's that's actually what I was trying to share right now. That's, that's lethal. Exactly. It's super lethal. I mean, that's exactly what I learned over the time and so that's right there when I started getting a lot of feedback on Instagram Instagram was first like just you know there like it just introduced us to all and stuff like that it was huge and I'm like man I feel like this could be like this could be something for me you know what I mean and um I didn't know how to go about it I just kept doing what I was doing and little and just kept growing and growing and multiplying just you know and that's I think you just have to do don't give up keep doing it um you're gonna get discouraged so be it just get back up on the freaking wheel and keep going, dude. Because it's like, again, goes back into like, like the hardships, the challenges, those are never going to leave. Like they're, you're never, you're never no. not going to get away from that. They like you're always going to have it. Exactly. And sometimes they're going to be bigger than others, but yes, yes, you know, and my, my mindset too was on everything. is like, everybody always, everyone, we all go through some type of like life changing experience. And whether that could be a divorce, it could be losing your job, it could be you going to the army, or it could be my situation. You know, there's all the circumstances could be different, but there's always that one thing I feel like that kind of changed our perception or mindset on um, life or you or however you want to kind of explain it. Absolutely. And so 
again, we all have a story, big or small, doesn't matter. We all have a story in the end of the, you know, end of the, end of the story, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's a matter of like what you do with it, you know, and that's what matters. And so me, I just want to use it to inspire other people and like, you know, share, like I said, what I've learned, you know, up until now um, and give back, you know, mm. and give back that hope maybe that somebody like has lost along the way or, or something. And, you know, help them figure out like, this is what, this is what helped me when I felt very hopeless and lost and wanted to give up and on all of these things. Um, but it's all about mindset. And I think that goes circles back to what you're kind of saying is work on yourself, dude, when you work on yourself and you do self-improvement things, you start to see yourself, you start to develop, you know, and that's how you grow. And that's how you can kind of outcome all of your routine or your negativity or your thoughts, because now you're seeing it in a whole different way and a different perspective. Yep. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm about to be 28 and I'm barely like stepping into the books and like, you know, doing all of this and like a different routine. But throughout the, throughout the years, I've always kind of, tra- I've kept my mind straight. And what I mean by that is just kind of like reminding myself of like okay we were once here but now we're here and we may not be where we want to be right now but we're going to get there you know and everyone's little path and pace is different and like I said just be easier on yourself with that and I constantly have to remind myself that all the time because I'm like shit like oh, I feel like I lost a year I did this or that I mean I could I can go on and on and on but can't we all you know what Dwell I mean? in the past, day, right? it's like right like exactly like you're here right now like and you've all you've grown you know so it's like reflect a little bit back on all of that and then give yourself some credit pick it back up if you need some areas you need to work on then so be it work on it but keep moving you know like don't get stuck don't get stagnant keep fucking moving you know what i mean keep hustling forward because it's because guess what life's gonna keep moving (laughs) like everyone's gonna keep moving so we stuck right there Exactly. You know, like, and that, that, that's, it's, it's game time, that's, baby. Like, let's go. <laughs> quarantine or not. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Because even though, even though this, this quarantine's here or whatnot, or, or any other life, you know, situation, you know, 9-11 mm-hmm. or any of these bombings, mm-hmm. you know, any, anything like that happens, it's, it, life continues to go on. Like, if life can absolutely. push forward, then you can push forward. That's beautiful. I like how you said that. Yeah, absolutely. And then again, too, it's like, don't like – don't downplay yourself like you know like I because and I'm saying that because I almost did like I was like man like nobody wants to hear my damn story like I got in a car like you know so it's like I was kind of getting my head and all these other stuff too but it's like you know I'm thinking like people go out to like war you know what I mean and they mm-hmm. come home with like one arm or this or that and it's just mm-hmm. like so I was kind of getting my own head but it's like everyone has a story like just be transparent and someone out there is going to relate to you and they're going to love you for that because it's like man you helped me through that because I know that there's been somebody else who shared their story and they helped me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a full circle. It's always a full circle. It's just getting out of your head, you know, not downplaying yourself, believing in yourself, loving yourself. And again, all that kind of works on the self-improvement, working on yourself too. You know what I mean? Like we all, it's, you know, we all kind of, we all kind of struggle through it. You know what I mean? That's why I love fitness. That's constant self-improvement. Constant. Exactly. And it makes you feel good too. You know, besides looking good, that's a bonus. But like I said, it's an inside out. That's where it matters. I always say that bonus. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, I mean, I just kind of ran with the whole fit game and uh, got myself back in shape. Um, You know, started meeting some people on the influential side that were very successful. Just started networking and just kept going, kept going, kept going. And I'm definitely not. fed that passion. Right, exactly. Like, just feed your soul, man. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that fire lit. 
you know like it may it may dim out a little bit but it's still it's all good like, it's know, still there it's still there yeah exactly just throw another match on it like i said <laughs> keep it going <laughs> um, yeah no, really you're right but yeah i mean and so like am i am i where i'm at right now no but am i a lot closer where i was at maybe a year ago or a month ago absolutely you know what I mean? And again, that's like, I still have to learn patience right now. But like I said, like right now, even like this whole quarantine thing, um, as much as like a lot of families are affected from it, my heart and my prayers go out to everybody who's struggling like health wise and all that stuff. And, you know, I'm very thankful for all the nurses and everyone who's like, you know, putting their life, their, their life on the wrist. But the ones who are kind of just stuck at home and like feel confused or lost, I definitely encourage you guys to like go out there and like, pick up a new skill, you know, do pick up something that maybe like you've been wanting to like, or you've been putting putting on the side and you've been kind of talking about it a lot or whatever, pick it up and start maybe working on it. Like, or change your, you know, your routine, change and do just find something to keep you going and growing. Ooh, that's a good one. Keep you going and Dang. growing. <laughs> going and growing. That's good. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, cause that's what I'm doing. And it's like, I have like a little morning routine and it's like, I wake up, I spend some time with Jesus. I get my coffee. I, you know, I journal and then I listen to some podcasts. I take my dogs on a hike. I work out and it's like, I break, I'm starting to learn how to break my time up into three manageable spots, like morning, afternoon, evening, you know, mm -hmm. and really staying on that. And like Andy Frisella says, I think he just says, yeah, you can give yourself like, you know, you may need like a day, like a, a break, like a day or two, but no more than two, because once you start creeping into the third day, you're going to just like, it gets yep. your habit. Okay. You habit. Exactly. So break that damn habit, keep yourself disciplined. And it could be the littlest thing like, you know, but who cares? It starts from there. And again, it'll just kind of grow and grow and grow. Like your, your mind's a muscle. So the more you train it, the more it'll like just grow and it'll, it'll work with you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But um, yeah, I mean, that's like something I've been doing. I've been picking up on things that I've just been wanting to work on for a while that, you know, kind of getting out of my head and, you know, we're all there. We all kind of like, you know, go through life. Yeah. <laughs> little, yeah, um, absolutely. So real ways, quick, but. whenever you, so you're, so you, you strove for, I, I think that's a word like past tense, but you were pushing for your goals for soccer, right? Pushing for Oh, your okay. Yeah, soccer. yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then something, and then something happened, right? Kind of just stopped you. Okay, it stopped you. And then you go through recovery. You're, you're starting to get up and move and, and find what you want to do. And then, all, and then all of a sudden, you found that passion of wanting to help people. And fitness is always there because you were, you know, always athletic and stuff like that. But would you say that, that aside from all that, working on yourself – training your body, training your mind, did that also help with your healing process? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Um, because again, one, you're going to walk the walk. You better talk the talk too. So mm -hmm. I can't just be out there promoting myself and like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a trainer this or that. But again, before I even entered that, that, that position in my life, like I entering the gym, let me tell you, I felt so lost i was like do i even know how to work out what do i how does this work really again? like how do i get a routine oh yeah dude i felt so like out of like out of the game out of the but loop. i was like out of loop exactly okay but i was like okay who cares like yeah i probably am a little lost <laughs> like, you know what i mean just start somewhere ash and it all kind of start coming back and then i was like really eager to start kind of like wanting to 
step it up a little bit more and get on a more routine because I knew I'd feel better. So I hired a trainer. Then from there, I hired like a macro coach. Did I know anything about macros and how to count my macros or do it? No. He was like, here's your numbers, plug it in. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are macros? Like uh -huh. 300 what? Like, you know? <laughs> so it's like, it was just all, but I was like, who cares? Like I, all I know is I just want to feel good, look good. This is my new thing that I'm like in love with. And I've accepted soccer and I accepted everything. I may be hurt by it. Absolutely. That's just this, that'll just be a scar on my heart forever. But again, that's going on to being what you're grateful for. And I can still take a ball. I can do all this stuff. And who knows me, maybe me and Paul will figure something out together and start some soccer thing. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> you know, my dad's still in the soccer world. So I can always nice. kind of peep back in there whenever I kind of want. But right now it's like, I found my other passion and I'm so eager to pursue that. And I want to make something out of it because you know, as I was like getting more into the fitness and I was getting, I was learning more about how it all works. Then I'm on my game and now I'm starting to look good. I'm familiar with how everything's starting to work. So it was like, there's a process. Yes. You know what I mean, and so how can I provide to other people if I don't know the hell I'm even doing? So it's, it, it was a process and now it's like, damn, I'm here. Like I know what, I may not know everything. Absolutely not. But I do but know learning. a lot more than I did. And I'm still learning every day. And I'm going to continue that. It's just, you're always going to be learning everything, especially in the fitness game. I mean, my gosh, there's so many amazing trainers and coaches out there and people that have been in this industry for so long. It's like, be a sponge. You know what I mean? And be a sponge on anything that you are doing in life. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't think, don't kind of think like, you know, don't put your pride up because that's when you kind of block yourself from your own potential of what you are capable of doing that you may not even know that you're capable of doing, but it's just because your pride's there. Like, oh, no, I don't need to hear this or whatever the case is. Like, no, dude, just drop that shit. Who cares? Like That's we're funny. all learning. It's life. We're living yeah. and learning every damn day. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. um, I so, so yeah. So then kind of following up, kind of fast forward, I uh, stuck to the game. I, st I started working out for a while and then um, got into shape. And then I had um, Miguel, the CEO of self made hit me up and he was like, all right. He's like, you need to be at like one of our facilities. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like what? You know, like I've never trained anybody. Yeah, a lot of people have like been wanting me to, they, a lot of people have probably been like waiting on me, but I was just so nervous. Like, yeah. I don't know. like, you know, like, do uh -huh. I know how to, how does this work? Like, you know, but again, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. Right. And I believe so right there and then, and especially from some things I was going through in my life, um, I was like, man, if the CEO of like, a, you know, someone who's very successful, like is telling me I need to be somewhere. He definitely sees something in myself that I right now don't see in myself, but I better take the opportunity because the opportunity probably won't come up again. So let's just take the risk and do it because what do I got to lose? You know? Mm -hmm. And I did. And it was the best, best decision that I did because I knew that self-made was a foundation that I could build my platform on and build my name on. And that's exactly what I did. And I loved every second of it. I ended up getting fired from my job <laughs> because <laughs> I would go to work and I would sit in my cubicle and I would just not, I mean, I couldn't help it. I was so like obsessed with my business. And I think it, I think it's like that one quote, like your obsession becomes your possession. Yeah. And it's so true. Mm -hmm. And, um, it literally, I would just go there and write down all my pricing, how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do this, whatever, whatever. And then again, it just built from there and I got better things looked more professional. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. things just kept growing the more I stayed in it and I loved it. And it was on my own time. I was making my own money. I was my own business. And so, um, you know, I loved, it. I, I, I stayed with self-made for quite a while, about almost two years. And then, you know, some things kind of changed along the way. And, um, now I'm just kind of 
reverted back onto online coaching. And um, I, you know, I love modeling. So I'm really trying to pursue in the fitness modeling thing, nice. side of things and staying like, you know, on the influential side, definitely. Um, so I'm, again, here, I'm in a spot where I've kind of done all of this, but now I'm kind of in a spot where I got to get out of my comfort zone a little bit more and I'm kind of entering another chapter. So it's, it's just constant. climbing that mountain. Con- yeah. And you may feel a little lost. You may feel a little like, Oh man, like, you know, I don't know where I'm going to come from this or I don't know what, but just know you're on the right path and mm-hmm. pray about it. You know, yeah. I, mean, I do all the time. I'm like, man, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a loss, whatever the case is, but I'm going to stick to my routine. I'm sticking to my routine. And I'm going to continue just doing one day at a time, even though it may not be the pace that I want it to be at. It's just the pace and I got to accept it. You know right, what I mean? Right. But things are inching closer and closer and more opportunities are opening. And I mean, damn, that's how we met. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. It just, it, it's so cool that you say that because I am a huge believer, like huge believer on how mm-hmm. working on your body, fitness, how that reflects into your life. Because when you build a business, it's patience. It takes time. When you build your body, it takes patience. It takes time. Yes. All, everything has trial and error. If you can work on yourself and improve yourself and define who you are, you can do the same mm-hmm. thing in your life, in your business, in your relationship, in your family, anything. So I'm a huge believer yeah. on that. I love the fact that you said that. That is so key because especially these days and now in like society, everybody makes it seemed like success is like overnight and it can just be bam, you're rich. You know, it's like, yeah, right, no, don't happen like that's that. not how that works. No, it does not happen like that, you know, behind shut doors. And like, I mean, it, it takes time. It really does. But you know, like I said, everyone's on a different pace. Some people do go a lot quicker, but it, who cares about them? It's you. That's what matters. You know what I mean? Yes. And, uh, I think, I think I've always just wanted like some type of like higher, like, I just, I put myself on higher standards because again, I've been exposed to a lot. And what I mean by that is like seeing my dad, like in his professional career, I've been exposed to a lot of successful people, you know? And like, then my grandfather on my mom's side, he was a very successful businessman and I've seen the lows and I've seen the highs, you know, we were very broke at one time, but then we came back and we were well off and whatever. So we, yeah. you go through these roller coasters in life. Same mm-hmm. with my dad, like, mm-hmm. you know, his career kind of go up and down. Like there's sometimes where it was just bad and sometimes it's like, damn, it was his best. And so it's like, that's just part of life, you know, but that's also part of business as well. That could also be part of relationship, the roller coaster and the wave goes through anything in your life. You know what I mean? It's just how are you going to like adapt to it and how are you going to like react to it, I guess, too. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just choices of being mentally strong and like Mm -hmm. knowing, I guess, how to kind of ride the wave. Yeah. Real quick. I I like everything you said. (laughs) I like everything you said because you just painted a platform for me real quick. So Mm -hmm. in your opinion, okay, what does defining yourself mean to you? I think that's um, believing in yourself. Uh-huh. And then also reflecting on the growth, you know, um, and just staying in tuned with who you are. I you like know that. what I mean? I like that. And when you know who you are and what you can offer, um, and that's basically just know your worth, um, has a, there a lot more comes from that because it's like, then you're able to kind of eliminate the things that are going to be distractions that aren't benefiting you that aren't helping you grow because you know, those things that you can give back to somebody else, it better be equal. You know what I mean? There's, there's going to be people out there that are like already successful, but are willing to help you. So it's like, if they're giving you their time, why are you giving somebody else 
your time that it's either distracting you or or causing some type of negative spiral in your life or distracting you from taking your time from somebody who does want to give them you know does that make sense yeah like yeah and help you grow so i think it's just really kind of learning um i think it's just a whole growth period and maturity too you know what i mean like yeah Yeah. choosing your priorities of how and what to pick and choose you know just what, what you, you want to kind of put your time to. Yeah, just pave your own path and 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 eliminate. Mm-hmm. You're growing up, like growing up. You're defining yourself, exactly. you know. And, and in my opinion, defining yourself is is just like you have a potential inside of you. You have a passion that you know something that you want to do, and there's mm-hmm. nothing that's going to stop you from pushing for that. Like you're never going to accept defeat. You're never going to quit. You're never going to say blame it on other people. You're not. You're going to take. You're going to take it, right. and you're going to know that that's, you are the. That's reason. what I'm saying. Absolutely. And that's what I'm trying to say is like, be a hundred percent with yourself because Mm -hmm. that is when that's like, when you're able to like, like admit that maybe, okay, I procrastinate or, um, or, or anything, you know, we'll then pick those weaknesses, write them out, figure out, write your pros and cons out with yourself, figure out the areas that you need to work on and improve and then, and work on it. And then you'll start to develop and, and become like a stronger, more confident person rather than being stuck in your head and kind of being in this like cycle that you feel like you can never kind of like get out because I've been there. I felt like that at one point. I'm like, man, I'm like, I feel like I'm a really giving loving person, but why the hell am I attracting these like bad people in my life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it has something to do with maybe my pattern and certain behaviors that I'm accepting. And you know, it, it ha- we're all human man. we're all trying to figure it out, but be your, just be your own best friend and love yourself and just, you know how to stand on your own two feet you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you'll start attracting the right people in your life you mm-hmm. know what i mean and you'll start attracting what you want and where you want to go and it all correlates together you know that's what I mean? crazy so, that's crazy all right girl yeah. i got one more thing for you one more thing for you all right hidden. so going back to everything right this you you your dreams kind of stopped because of what mm-hmm. happened right the car accident right who you are right now Okay, the Ashley right now, looking back and talking to yourself as soon as you woke up and noticing that your ankles are broken, you can't play soccer no more. What would you tell that Ashley right now with everything that you have learned throughout the years from that point? I mean, honestly, I just the same thing that I was telling myself back then that there's just a bigger purpose for this. Like this, like this happened for a reason. Everything in your life happens for a reason. And it's not your understanding. It's God understanding. You just got to freaking roll with the punches and accept your, like accept where you're at and utilize and literally like make sure you learn through everything you're going through right now. And, and find instead of fighting it, accept it and allow everything to kind of just roll and just grow from that, you know, because in the, the day there's always light at the end of the tunnel and something bigger and better is going to come out of that. And, to be honest with you, that's exactly what I tell myself right now. Like, what, like as this person right now, I tell yeah. myself that eight years ago because that's what I was telling myself already. And I knew that. I just, I felt that. And I couldn't, like, it's just so true. You know what I mean? It like, is. It's it just is. so damn true. So it's mm-hmm. like, why tell myself anything different? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, I mean, I had, like, a second chance to live. That's huge. That's huge. It is. Um, and also going back after a year later to see – um, a four-year-old girl pass away literally at that same hole in a car accident that hit me differently too 
and I was like, all right, that, I mean, I broke, I remember, and that was like my first time actually going back to like my car scene too. And like wanting to try take a moment and be grateful and this and that, whatever. And man, like it hit me hard to see just all these flowers and like all these things. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to, this, th- I'm going to make something out of this. Cause I, I have to, I, that's just seeing that, that was just, it was really heart, heart wrenching. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, as far as that, I just think the people out there that, you know, I motivate and they, you know, I inspire and all that stuff. At the end of the day, you guys do the same thing to me. So we're in this together. Yes. We're just doing life awesome. together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I told, I told, uh, so I do like virtual life classes, like uh, 20 minute hit classes. Right. And that's why I was telling them okay. like, yo, that's cool. you guys motivate me. Like I, I work out, right. I work out cause I love yeah. it. But like, why yeah. do I, why do I show up? Because of y'all, you guys motivate me. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I almost miss like my clients at self-made, like that personal interaction. Cause it's like, man, like they, like I could come in like feeling like crap or having a bad day. I would see like one, one of my girls come in and they would just change my day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yeah. Like this is what it's about. And then also having like people coming to you at like, like all these different reasons. And they're like coming to you. They want something that you have. They want something from, you know, and that was like, whoa, okay, that's cool. Like whatever it is, like, let's do it. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what it is that I, you want from me, but it could be my energy. It could be not, it could be this. I don't know. But the fact that like you can be some type of role model to somebody like that to me is just so rewarding. And like, I love that because not be, not to like say I'm like some big person or the fact I'm not, it's just the fact that like people can like want to relate and like they, you know, that I just, I love, I love, like if I love people, I love helping other people. So it's just like, that's just so like touching to me. So then the day it's like, well, it goes back and forth. It's like, well, damn, you too, girl. Like your energy all the time. You always have a smile. Like I wish I could have that all the time and not like show my emotions on my face when I try so hard not to or something, you know? Right, so right, like right. We all can kind of bounce off each other in some type of way. But yes, yes. One thing I always love to say is, you know, let's get fit together. Cause like that's, you know, Absolutely. when we're, t- when we're together, it's always, it's always great. It's always good. You know, and mm-hmm. when you have a community of people and you're surrounding yourself with great people and you want something like, it's going to happen. Like you are filling your life up with positivity and energy and, and just constant reminders of, Hey, you can do this. Yeah. And it's really key of like who you surround yourself with. You really got to reflect on like, are these like, you know, whoever you surround yourself with better be build, like helping you build, you know, you better be helping each other build next friends. Fam, sometimes family is not always the key. Sometimes there are the ones who are like, no, they don't see your vision. That's not, and that's another thing too. I was like that. I had struggled with that. Like, not a lot of people in my family or whatever didn't see what I was trying to do, especially with a social media influence or whatever the case is. And it's like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I know this is like what I want to do. And not everyone has to see your vision because it's not their vision. It's yours. So I think that's another yeah. thing a lot of people struggle with too, is like having discouragement on what they want to fulfill in their dreams um, because of someone else's opinion or this or that. Let me tell you something. People will talk shit and downplay you whether you're doing good in life or whether you're doing bad in life. So screw it either way. Okay. That is so true. You know what I mean? So true. Whatever makes you happy, go for it because it's, it's not about them. You know what I mean? And that's where exactly. Yeah. We're getting life's too short. Yeah. It's your life. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Girl, this, this conversation has been absolutely incredible and I feel like we can talk forever because potential is is limitless, man. You can't, you can't limit on your potential. Like if you want to be the best coach in the whole world then be the best coach in the whole world. And when you get there, there's more, there's more because as soon as you get there, you can help other coaches be amazing coaches in the world. Like there is never 
a limit to like anything that you want to accomplish, you know? So, okay. So for everyone listening right now, everyone listening right now, um, that, you know, doesn't know, you know, where to find you or whatnot, or any new listeners or our current listeners, you know, where is the best place for them to find you? If they have any questions or want to reach out for inspiration or whatnot. Definitely. So, um, I'm on Instagram. Instagram's my main platform right now. That's at Ash underscore Cali. Um, and then I also have a YouTube channel. A lot of it, I actually made a story on my, um, or YouTube on my story. So you can definitely just look me up, Ashley Cali Jury. Uh, and then Facebook, but mainly Instagram, that's where I'm at. So you guys look me up, hit me up. I'll definitely follow you up. I'd love to talk to you. So that'd be fun. That's awesome. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for, for, here, for being here, listening to this episode. The only thing that I ask that would be a huge thankful to me and all the guest speakers that we have on the show is that you simply just take a few seconds and share out this episode onto your Instagram story, Snapchat, Facebook, send it via text message, email to your best friend, family member, coworker, gym buddy, whoever. Uh, the more people we can get to listen to these episodes, the more lives that we can all change together. But as usual, ladies and gentlemen, get out there, train hard. And live strong. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Bye. (laughs)